You're listening to episode 22 of the Japan Games Cast. On this week's show, we're celebrating the 30th anniversary of the Super Famicom or Super Nintendo Entertainment System. Stay tuned. So, welcome back, everybody, to a special edition of the Japan Games Cast. Um, I'm not actually home uh, when this is being broadcast, so we're doing a little preemptive recording ahead of time. And uh, we're going to be celebrating the 30th anniversary of the SNES, the Super Nintendo Entertainment System, or the Super Famicom. So um, I know you're excited to talk about this, Ryan. Oh, yeah, man. It, it was my uh, first console, so... Oh, very uh, nice. I'd love to go back and uh, revisit it, you know, whenever I can, so... Yeah, absolutely. I think, yeah, I think it was mine, too. My older brother had it first. I think technically my first console was the N64, because it was the first one that I actually owned, but... Um, yeah, the first one I played was the SNES. So what reminded me of this actually was like a tweet that I saw online this week. Um, that on the 23rd of August, 1991, that was the uh, the launch date of the SNES in the US. So, ah. you know, we, we generally talk about Japanese things on this, um, this podcast. Um, but the Japanese release date of the SNES was uh, 21st of November, 1990. Um, so we kind of missed that. But also, we hadn't even started the podcast by then, so... <laughs> yeah. we, we can uh we can excuse ourselves a little bit um but you know it, the, it's a nintendo system um i'm sure as well as uh, as well as me a lot of your favorite games are japanese games as well um yeah yeah definitely i mean if you consider like nintendo first party stuff to be japanese basically which, basically right why, yeah. why wouldn't you <laughs> yeah why wouldn't you <laughs> um a- so basically i thought for the format of this show uh, it's a lot less you know, structured than we usually do talking about the news. We're basically just going to share uh, five top games each. They're not in any particular order, just games that we either really enjoyed, uh, we, we found special for any particular reason, or, you know, that they could be critically acclaimed or they could just be personal favourites. Um, and we might even throw in one um, me- honourable mention towards the end as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, maybe I've got a few. I'll have to toss them all in. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> you know? a little bit of tossing. Just go for it, man. Oh yeah, well, man. Um, as always, as the the British gentleman that I am, Ryan, I'm going to let you go first. So, uh, what have you got for me? All right. Uh, so this might be my. I don't know if I could say it's my all time favorite game, but it's it was the game that got me into gaming. So oh, it's wow. it's a very special one for me. Um, and this is a uh, Yoshi's Island, right? Yeah, wow. Uh, Su- Super Mario World Two, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so yeah, this was the first game I ever played, actually. Um, oh wow, really? Okay. Yeah, this is the first video game I, I at least that I can remember playing. Mm-hmm. I was a really little kid when you know when the SNES was in its heyday. Mm-hmm. I was in a military family, so like my my family was living in Germany, and uh, I was just there with my with my mom at the time. And uh, we had a lot of downtime because she wasn't working and uh, we were just kind of stuck in this apartment. And so my grandmother sent this SNES from the, the U.S. actually. Oh, cool. <laughs> so we, we, we didn't have like the uh, like the uh, European version. Uh, the, right? the superior the version. That's how we refer to it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the sexy version. We, yeah, we, we just had, uh, yeah, we had like uh, the, the old American SNES that, that yeah, my yeah. grandma sent in the mail, actually. Wow, okay. Uh, so we'd have something to do. And uh, we had a crate. I think there were like three games that she sent with it. So for like, we lived in Germany for four years. 
Oh, and okay, for those four years, I basically only played those uh, three games, mm. and uh, and all three of them are on the list. So. Wow! <laughs> nice. Uh, but this was the first one I played. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not it's not a bad choice. I mean, the one thing that just immediately strikes me about this game as we're watching the trailer of this kind of gameplay here, it's just like it still looks so good. Like if this came out on the Switch as like an indie game, I'd be like, yeah, man, this looks this looks great. <laughs> like the style, yeah, I mean, the style, the color, the, like the, the art design is just mm. so nice. It's it's like so wonderful. Like it, it just kind of brings you into the world. Um, and you know, I heard it was modeled after like a, I'm not sure if it was Van Gogh, but maybe it's like Van Gogh paintings. Mm. This kind of um, it's got a very kind like, of pa painterly quality to it, right? It's almost like um, like kind of watercolors yeah. almost. I, I think there there is like an actual Starry Night level in here. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, towards yeah. the end, yeah. yeah. Um, so Beautiful. I think that was kind of kind of the inspiration. Like you can see in, in the video now, like on the tree, th mm. these. Uh, oh yeah, true. These yeah. Br like brush strokes that kind of look like an oil painting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah. I think, you know, at that time as a really little kid, like I was watching cartoons and stuff then. But to me, this is like, oh my god, it's a cartoon that like I can control mm. and like live inside this world. And um, yeah, since since that day when I was like four years old or whatever, you know, I, I've been addicted to to games. So I I think I have this one to to thank for. It. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nice. Um, but yeah, and uh, I, the th a thing I really like about this game is uh, you can go as slow as you want through the worlds. Like, there's no mm. timer. Um, so like previous Mario games, there was like a, a countdown timer and it's kind of a like rush, rush to the finish kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but with this, it, it just sort of lets you hang out and, uh, you know, there's like these red coins you collect and flowers you collect. Mm. And at the end, it gives you like your score based on like how much, uh, stuff you could find. So yeah. I, I really like, I like how it rewards you for like spending the time to, to like search every corner mm. and, um, you know, like find your way around the levels and stuff. Yeah, that's what I always enjoyed about this game was the exploration, um, and you know, just yeah, like you say, just just taking a leisurely stroll. I, I feel like that might have even been a decision made by the fact that the graphics are so nice. Maybe they, you know, they they started designing it and were like, you know, if we put the time limit in, then the people can't like appreciate how nice it looks. <laughs> so like, yeah, like, yeah. I don't know, but like, I feel like that might have had something to do with it. Um, and like there is like there's a timer when you when you get hit like so if an enemy hits you you lose the baby mario mm. and he like floats away crying and stuff yeah yeah um and at the time this came out i had a, a baby brother he, who had just been born um and uh so like my mom and i would always joke that like that was my baby brother and like when he's <laughs> you know, he's like getting away we had to catch him and stuff my favorite thing about this game was um the the items that you get and you like turn into like you know the helicopter and oh like, yeah, <laughs> and like the little mole digger thing, and uh, it was like a train, wasn't it? Like a little locomotive, and some other stuff. And I just yeah, like, yeah, I just love that. <laughs> well, yeah, it, it's like a you know, it it was considered like part of the Mario series at the time, but mm. it's like a totally new direction for for Mario to take. And that's um, it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it became its own series, right? The Yoshi series is now, you know, big. Yeah, a big series. Yeah, on yeah. Own, I, I don't feel like they ever matched this game though. I, yeah. I don't know if it's just because I'm really nostalgic, but I just always felt that this game was like just perfect to to start and like really hard for them to like match it. Yeah, I think they um, always, they, they've always managed to match in terms of style, you know, with all the yarn and the papercraft worlds and stuff. But 
They're just too easy that now. Like this game is not super hard, but it's a little bit challenging. But yeah, yeah, Th this um, game gets gets really difficult like, mm, as you get into it, and it's pretty long too. Yeah, mainly I think mainly because of the baby mechanic. But um, yeah, man, that's a, that's a great pick. Um, undeniably, yeah, I could, one of I, the best. I games could uh, I could talk about it for a long time, but uh, I'll let you get to your uh, to your <laughs> first pick. All right, yeah. So uh, we're gonna come out of the gate strong. Um, another absolute banger. This is a little bit um, on the dark side compared to uh, the colorful world of Yoshi's story or Yoshi's Island, sorry. Um, but Super Metroid, um, this, I think it was one of the first games I ever played on the SNES. And it just, I don't know, it just blew my mind. Like the, I don't know, the tone of the game, the darkness. You know, we've, spoke, we've spoken a lot about this last week and maybe a couple of weeks ago before, right? Because leading up to Metroid Dread. Mm -hmm. but I feel like Metroid 1 and 2 they were fine and especially having played them you know as an adult like the original versions they're kind of crappy <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah especially 2 because yeah. it's like on the Game Boy so like Samus is quite big in the middle of the screen you can't really see much around it it's just all like grey and green it just looks fucking disgusting but this game like still looks amazing like the animations and like the controls still good you know the tension the music's great and I just it basically just perfected the the Metroid formula, you know. Uh, yeah, it, yeah. The, the groundwork the groundwork was set, but this just really nailed it down. It it's, it's like really mysterious too. Like there's definitely this kind of like uh, addictive, like dark quality to the game. Mm. This like mystery. It's like this. You just want to keep like diving deeper, mm. and uh, yeah, something so cool about it. I mean, I I really like the Metroid Prime series as well. But like this mm. one definitely just has so much atmosphere, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I I'd say the maybe the original Metroid Prime was the the closest they ever got to like getting this into a, a modern, you know, art style. Yeah, but I wouldn't I wouldn't disagree with that. Yeah, the the mood the mood in Prime One is very very like brooding, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. But this this is just like it's just so cool, you know. <laughs> you know, like that the, move the, there, like the uh, the. The speed boost jump, whatever it's called, it's so it's so cool. It's, <laughs> it's really hard to do as well, right? Like mm. I remember like struggling with uh, with that. Um, yeah, yeah. Some of the moves are a little bit. Actually, yeah. I mean, I don't say that like later entries haven't like perfected the controls a little bit more. This is a little bit cumbersome sometimes, uh, especially yeah, yeah. that grapple hook can be a quite a tricky one. But overall, yeah, I think it just really, it it really just packaged, you know, like this. I don't know, like unseen before kind of experience. You know, it's it's not that like sci-fi games didn't exist or like shooting games didn't exist. Like, you know, you could say this is kind of similar to something like Contra or I don't know, like this kind of side-scrolling shooting games, right? But none of those have any kind of element of exploration. They don't, you know, have any like kind of tension in them. There's no story really. You know, like I don't know, yeah, like this is just like you're playing a movie or something, and it's just it's yeah. just awesome. The exploration was like one of the coolest things about it. Like, mm. it, I because I got stuck a lot when I played this game um, as a kid, and I would just always be going back and forth through the areas, like kind of trying to find the way forward. Mm. And um, yeah, it was a little bit frustrating at the time, but I also feel like that's kind of the in intent is like for you to be kind of lost in this like maze like mm. science fiction uh, world, you know, and. Uh, and it, it just looks so good and it's so fun to play like you're just kind of happy to like run around and 
and check out the environments and stuff and mm. there's all these secrets so even if you're going back and forth like there's always new stuff to find yeah um, absolutely so I'm, I'm kind of happy that like you know that that's the formula that they've always stuck to uh you know you something like uh like zelda and when breath of the wild came everyone was like finally some new new formula but i don't think yeah, i don't yeah. think metroid needs that yet you know we had prime but now that they're going back to like with dread and i'm like fucking yes just give me some yeah. more like 2d you're like just gonna get lost and you know they've got new elements like with the me robots right so it's just classic metroid but with this like added layer of tension it's just gonna be more more brutal and i just oh, i just can't wait for it <laughs> yeah yeah i'm really stoked for that so uh yeah, I, I also had this game as a kid, but it wasn't one of my original three that I had. And I, I got this when I was a little bit older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. De definitely, like, I wanted to put it on my list list mm. too, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you got you, you got it, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, cool. I guess uh, moving on then. Yeah, uh, yeah. Let's uh, see what you got next. Yeah, so next up for me is uh, Star Fox, mm. the, uh, the original Star Fox. So, uh, like... I think this was probably like the first 3D game that I had. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, I was really into like flying games. Um, I think Ace Combat on the PS1 was out w around the same time I played this. But, uh, oh, okay. but I, did, I didn't have a PS1. So, uh, so I had Star Fox. Uh, uh, so okay. yeah, yeah. I mean, so I think Star Fox, it, it doesn't look as good as the original ace combat maybe but it has a lot more uh uh character to it i think mm -hmm. um and uh yeah like the the polygon graphics are like it, i mean they're kind of cool right <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like yeah uh, i mean they're very like, they're very rudimentary right uh this um uh the, the super effects chip uh in these cartridges right that was the cool thing about this game and some of the other games like um stunt race fx and um did Yoshi's Island had it, or maybe that it had mode seven. I can't remember if you had the chip in, but there was like a little, an extra, like um, processing chip they actually put into the cartridge to like improve the the capability of the game, which is, I mean, yeah, some, that's something that's just unheard of nowadays, right? Because the hardware you can't add hardware to like a disc, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is wild that they like had a an extra chip in the game mm -hmm. to to like help it you know process the polygonal graphics mm -hmm. um there's actually some on youtube there's some really cool developer interview uh i think it just came out like this year oh okay um and yeah like one of the developers he talks about like the technical limitations and like it, it's really cool to listen to him uh, mm. discuss like how they they made the game oh wow I'd like um like he said the text using a texture was super expensive so oh, like okay. you'll you'll only see an actual texture like a few times in the level. Oh, that's like, why it's you, all just like matte colors. Each polygon is just you, blank. Yeah, yeah. Like you'll see a texture like on the side of the building uh, sometimes. Right, right. Um, interesting. Yeah, and and he was saying it was like a just a challenge to see with like how little they could they could use mm. and like how how to make it look like an actual world. Mm. You know, w without uh, you know, having much to build off of. Yeah, I think to um, be honest, like if they used textures, it would just be a mess. Like the 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 amount of polygons on the screen, it's got to be like less than a hundred, right? It's just like it's so yeah. limited. And you imagine like each one of those had some like blurry ass texture pasted all over it. I think it would just look yeah, horrible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I like the the no texture look is like yeah, yeah, what's too. so classic about it. 
And the frame rate was really bad too. Uh, yeah, right. like 12, uh, 12 frames a second. Uh, oh, oh, there's uh, there's our texture, man. You uh, see oh, it? that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's. I was trying to think like, where's the texture? That's why. Yeah, yeah. That's why the the frame rate stops a little bit there when it pops into view. The the drop down by about three frames. <laughs> yeah, it's but like at the time, like I remember it. It just felt so futuristic to be like flying yeah, through yeah. this. <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. That, that was before I had N64, so it, it was all like 2D games except for this and, uh, you know, Yoshi's Island had a little bit of, of stuff in there as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, the gameplay, like, I mean, the, I guess it's not much to go back to now, but at the time it was it was really fun to play, you know. Oh, absolutely, uh, yeah. And, and like, the, the bosses are kind of interesting, too. Like, you got to hit them in certain spots, you know. Mm. Um and uh, you know we're not talking about N64 today, but like one of my all-time favorite games is Star Fox 64. Absolutely, so, same, um, same. So for me, this this is just like kind of part of that. Like this led to 64, which is one of my all-time favorites. Mm -hmm. So um, just had to include it. Well, uh, yeah, I guess you're up next then. Yeah, right. So we're going a little bit different direction this time. Uh, my next pick is Secret of Mana or Seiken Densetsu 2. Um, which is just the best RPG ever made, in my opinion. It's, I mean, you can hear like the music now. The music in this game is incredible. Um, it's like it's all like jaunty and fun, and then you go into like the boss battles, and it gets like really fucking heavy. And it's got like, these weird like seven four like time signatures and stuff. It gets a bit like <laughs> it gets a bit crazy. Um, oh yeah. The reason that I think I love this game so much originally was like I'm not a huge fan of um, turn-based games. Uh, except for Pokemon, mm -hmm. I love Pokemon, but um, I yeah, kind of yeah. I kind of grew out of them very quickly, and even to this day, I don't play them very much. But this was like the first ever like action, you know, real time action RPG that I ever played. Um, so you know, you play as the main character, who's I don't I don't think he actually has like an actual name um, by like by like the story of the game. So you know, he, he just has your name, um, and yeah, he, he's like the swordsman, and then you become friends with this girl uh, who does like magic and stuff and there's like another girl's like a little sprite girl and there's a bunch of different characters you know and uh yeah, you get the, you get the the holy sword right and you go on the you go on the quest and stuff and it's it's got a lot of the same like a lot of like the jrpg tropes but it's just something about the character of this game i just i just really loved it it, it just didn't have the same i don't know if i want to use the word generic but like you're kind of like final fantasy style image right a lot of RPGs at the time were just trying to look like Final Fantasy. And these had kind of a unique edge to it, I think. Even though it was another Squaresoft game. Yeah, yeah. The the action combat is really cool because I feel like at the time that was a lot... That wasn't as common. Like It was like either an RPG or, or an action game. Mm -hmm. So like that kind of mix of them... Like I mean, it's pretty common now, right? Like Most RPGs kind of took that direction, right? Mm-hmm. I guess this was one of the first ones to do that. I, I believe so. I don't think it was the first, but it was one of the... I mean, it was definitely the first one I played. And I don't have any gameplay footage of it, but Seiken Denzetsu 3, uh, which is Secret Mana 2, never got released in the in the West. Um, maybe not until very, very recently when they did their uh, the remaster for the Switch. Um, I think that's the first time it's actually been available legitimately in English. But I remember like when I first had the internet, I don't know, I was like 12 or... 11 maybe um and there was a fan translation of secret mana 2 so i downloaded the japanese rom um and i downloaded this fan translation and imported it into the game 
And it was just like blew my mind, you know, I was like, wow, like it's a sequel. I might even say that the sequel's better than this this game, but I just chose this because it's like the original. Hmm. But like, you know, playing that game, there was like Japanese, but it was translated to English so I could actually understand it. And it was like the graphics in number two as well, just really, really nice. So just overall, just a very like classic franchise for me. It holds a lot of nostalgia points. And uh, the music, yeah. uh, you've not played this game, right? I, I played like the the remakes on the Switch a little bit, but oh, okay. I actually, I didn't really play the originals. Oh, okay. Um, well, I mean, yeah. the, the remakes, they're basically just ROMs. There's, there's no like update. I think there's just the text. It's like they just updated the text to look sharper. But it's basically oh, I mean, the like, same game. But Yeah, so I just wanted to mention, I, I played this 3D remake, mm. and it's got to be like the closest to... Uh, to like a 16-bit game you could get like as a 3d remake like in terms mm. of like the the way the world's laid out in the visual style like mm. you can put them side by side and um they're almost the same mm. i guess like links uh links awakening did that with uh, legend of zelda as well but like i i felt like this remake was was also uh really nice in, in the way that it it copies the snes world yeah yeah um, of course, I didn't really play the original, so I, I guess I shouldn't be saying, but I was just like kind of checking the original as I went and I mm. thought like, oh, wow, this is really impressive. Yeah, I didn't um, get the either of these remakes yet. Um, I just played the demo of this one, but it, it was nice. Yeah, it really kind of impressed me and it didn't like tarnish too much the original image, you know, the charm. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So it, it's nice to see like a when a remake like preserves the original, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, like stay, stays true to it, you know. Um, uh, all right, so uh, let's uh, let's pick up the, the speed a little bit here, Brian. Uh, what's your oh, next yeah, yeah. game on the list? <laughs> yes, speaking of picking up the speed, it's uh, F Zero. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolute, oh. absolute classic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, F Zero uh, is a launch title for the Super Nintendo, mm. uh, which is really cool, and uh, it's also like. Really showing off this uh, this feature. Uh, what what is it? Mode seven. Mode seven. Yeah. Yeah, and um, yeah, it's just such a fun one. And um, every time I play it, I'm shocked that there's there's actually no multiplayer. Like, yeah, that, I always I always actually forget. I I load it up and I'm like, yeah, let's play some F Zero, and then it's like, oh, hang on, <laughs> it's not in the menu. <laughs> yeah, like like it would be like the perfect multiplayer, but mm. apparently it's it's only single player. Um, yeah, that's a bit of a shame. But like. This one like just handles really well and it's really fun to play. Um, mm. I mean, all pretty much all the F zeros are, are really fun, um, but there's definitely something special about this one with like the sprites and um, you know, just the the soundtrack as well. You mm. know, you've got the like wailing like MIDI guitar sounds and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, also it's it's pretty difficult. You know, it's it does it's, get uh, really hard. Yeah. Yeah, you you really have to uh, get into it if you want to win. Like, I forgot you're like, the um, the name of the level. It's like Queens. I think it's in Queens Cup. And there's one there's one level where it just has this jump, and you have to like, if you're not going absolute maximum top speed, you're like minus by like one mile per hour. You just won't make it across this jump. It's just fucking impossible. I don't oh, even yeah. remember that, but it's so hard. And you have to do it like, yeah, three yeah. times like on each lap. It's just you basically you just can't complete the level. Or maybe I'm oh, just yeah, doing it wrong. I don't know, but it's, uh, you gotta, it's tricky. Got to yeah. use the boost, right? Yeah, use the boost <laughs> to get through. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, oh yeah, and apparently uh, F Zero and Star Fox are like sharing like 
worlds or something. Yeah, like, uh, James McLeod, right? <laughs> yeah, like, and, and the, uh, what is it called? The G diffuser system or something? Mm -hmm. uh, like, the, the R wings from Star Fox use like the same technology as the oh, yeah, F, -Z yeah, yeah. F Zero cars. Uh, so that always kind of cracked me up. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I guess uh, I, I don't have a lot else to say about this one other than just, you know, it's it's such a cool cool way to start off, like, you know, as a yeah. launch title on the SNES, like, and it's so good and, and so cool. Absolutely, like, yeah. I mean, like I, I, I would just uh, say that, you know, as a, the start of a genre, basically, you know, um, it kicked off this kind of, like, high-speed anti-gravity, um, you know, racing trend that, I guess... Maybe it, it came back in recent years with, um, what was it called? Um, RMX. Fast. Fast, Fast RMX, RM. that's it. Um, but, you know, we yeah, had yeah. Wipeout, Extreme G. Um, there was a third one. Uh, I think. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Maybe yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. Fast RMX. Um, and yeah, there, there was right? another one. Um, yeah, yeah. But those games, yeah, you know, they, they were on, like, PlayStation, obviously. But this this is where it all started, you know? But yeah, what's uh, what's your next title? <laughs> All right, so um, this is probably a bit of an odd one, maybe not one that most people are expecting, but I think if you've played this game, then you'll know that it's excellent. I'm, of course, talking about Mario Paint. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I've always been quite a creative person, and when I was a kid, like I used to draw a lot. I used to like craft and do stuff. And when I got Mario Paint, I just couldn't stop playing it. Like It's just every time I turned it on, I had new ideas new like or like i'd be scheming ideas in my head when i was in bed i'm like yeah tomorrow i'm gonna wake up and i'm gonna like make that thing in mario paint like i just got really really addicted to it um and you can see here like this this video like this is just the title screen and like you can just draw on it and you can click on the different letters and it does stuff and it's just yeah, it's like such a weird game <laughs> like <laughs> but it's so cool yeah yeah, there's so much love put into it. Like, there's these quirky little, little like, optional things you can do mm. all over the place, right? And, like, hidden little features and stuff. Yeah, like, little um, Easter eggs are just, like, the best part. So, yeah, this, this menu is so weird. But, you know, they've obviously tried to emulate <laughs> yeah. this kind of, like, old, like, you know, the very old, like, kind of, no, not Windows or before that, when, like, DOS computers first decided to get, like, graphical interfaces, right? They kind yeah. of looked like this. <laughs> um, but this is just running, like on a cartridge like it's not an operating system uh yeah and th th actually this is one thing i wanted to mention this mini game oh my oh, god yeah. <laughs> like you swat the mosquitoes and you had to get to like 100 yeah. I, was I was addicted to this game it gets so hard like so so hard and then they, like they turn into wasps right that's they, it like, so the, 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 the king <laughs> the queen like wasp comes or whatever i think like every 20 you get like a wasp comes uh let's check so 82 81 80 there you go. Yeah, there you and I think every they, hundred they you get the boss, right? Yeah, yeah. And then it speeds up. So once you, if you get a little screaming hand, uh, yeah, the, <laughs> yeah, the boss comes. And it has it was like a sound effect, right? That's it. So, yeah, yeah. Uh... So you know, one of the features was it had these kind of like um, paint by numbers kind of like templates. This was really cool, and you could just load up like here like, a picture from uh, Super Mario World, and uh, you know, paint in the colors, which was super cool. Um, and my favorite function. Can you guess what it was? Was it the music? Uh, <laughs> the yeah, music buddy, the music oh, yeah. composer. This thing is genius, like absolutely genius. I, when I first played this game, I must have been eight, nine years old. I, I didn't, I didn't even start playing an instrument until I was like fourteen. I didn't know anything about music. 
but I still could figure it out and still like figure out melodies about of games I knew. I just made up like weird beats and just oh man, I just yeah, I, I can't even fathom how the, how many hours I spent playing. With you this know thing. what? What's crazy is like this is still easier to use than like. Like if you use modern day notation software like Finale or Sibelius, <laughs> it sucks. You know, it's yeah, it's yeah, yeah. just shit. And uh, and then you you load up Mario Paint and like you're you're just making you know amazing music with like cat cat noises and <laughs> <laughs> and airplane sounds and stuff. Yeah, it's so, just uh, just legendary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I love this game. Um, and it has the mouse. You know, the uh, yeah, that was the last thing I to mention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the with the purple you know buttons on there. That's um, yeah. Like I would love to have a mouse like that again. I've even thought about like like dissembling my mouse here, just like spray painting it. You know? <laughs> like, oh yeah, yeah like grey with the purple <laughs> buttons. Like it's such a nice yeah. uh, color palette. Yeah, I'm uh, sure someone out there made like a SNES style mouse that actually works I'm with your computer. Absolutely certain of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's Mario Paint. So I feel like that that's one of those games that like it's better to experience for yourself. You know, it's always better to play the game yourself. But for Mario Paint, you really just need to get in there and mix, you know, mess around. But I yeah, don't know, yeah. like, as an adult, you might find it a bit hard. But if, you, if you're listening to this and you've got kid, young kids and they're just getting into gaming, just get them Mario Paint. I just swear <laughs> swear to God, you will not regret it. Yeah, it's just it's a just, playground in, in a game It's such form. a good game for children, yeah, absolutely. All right, but, man. Uh, so, um, yeah, that's it. That's uh, number three from me. So what's your, what's your fourth pick? Uh, so my next one is Tetris Attack. I don't know why, but I, I guess this was my first puzzle game. Mm. And and I and I was just really into it. Yoshi and, uh, it's, it's, it's also got Yoshi, so that was probably part of it. You know, I liked oh. Yoshi, um, but like this game just uh, was so addictive. Like, if you imagine yourself like having not really played puzzle games, mm. like I think I played Tetris, you know, but like Tetris just kind of like you know I could play it for like ten minutes and then I get sort of bored of of you know the concept. Mm. Uh, but like. This game had all these different modes and characters and things. And like, there's a, um, like the basic gameplay, uh, you just have to like connect, I think is, was it three or four? <laughs> I think it's three, just three of the same color. And yeah, then yeah, they, they three, disappear. Yeah. yeah, but, but there was this puzzle mode that I really liked, uh, more than anything else. Um, and in the puzzle mode, like you only have, you have like limited moves. So there'll be all these bricks on the screen and it says like, okay, you get three moves and you have to delete all of these blocks at the same time. Oh, cool. And, okay. and, uh, and if there are any left behind, it's a fail. Mm. So like it gets really hard because like it's, it's quite specific the way this, uh, you have to move certain blocks and then other ones will fall. Mm. So like I really liked the puzzle mode on this. Um, of course, what we're watching now is like the the regular gameplay, mm -hmm. but um, the music was really fun. Uh, also, like it was a good one for multiplayer because like pretty much anyone can pick it up and play it. It's like one yeah, yeah. button. It's just one button and then move the stick around. Yeah. And so like even people who couldn't play video games could pick this up and like have a good time, you know, racing to to the finish. Mm. It's very um, similar to a Puyo Puyo, right? And uh, you just like you know switch the pieces around and uh, match, yeah, up, match up the pairs kind and, of thing. And uh, in Japan, this had a different name actually. Mm. Uh, I think it was Panel de Pont. Panel de Pont, it, yeah, yeah. That's on the um, yeah, Switch, uh, you know, the, the online service. Um, but uh, it's known as uh, 
Puzzle League is the official name of the series. So, oh, yeah, uh, right. okay, yeah, yeah. So, like, there was actually a game on the 64 called Pokemon Puzzle League. Mm-hmm. But, um, and it's exactly the same game, but just instead of Yoshi, it's, it's Pokemon. Right, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But, like, the thing about this series is, like, every time they released it, they changed the name. So, like, no one no one knew what it was. Like, it was Tetris Attack. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it was Pokemon Puzzle League. Like, there's no way to connect those two, you know, games. I, I see what you mean. Yeah, that's kind of... So it's kind of unfortunate. Also, <laughs> also, it was it was called Tetris, but it's not Tetris. Yeah. So yeah. it's just kind of it's kind of like bad, you know, <laughs> bad branding. <laughs> but anyway, I, I just wanted to mention that one because uh, that was one of my favorites uh, growing up. Yeah, no, that's a good that's a good choice. I only played that um, as an adult. Actually, I didn't play as a kid, but um, on the you know when I got the Switch Online uh, service as a yeah panel upon. Um, but it's cool. I, I like it. So it's a fun puzzle game for sure. So uh, what what do you have for uh, spot number four? All right. So next up, uh, this is another RPG, actually. Uh, this is Super Mario RPG. So as a genre that I'm not heavily into, you know, RPGs, uh, when I was a kid, yeah, there were just so many good ones that I really just fell in love with. And I think it, it, the main point is the world building. And in this game, it's just obviously it's, it's Mario, but it was developed by Square Squaresoft, right? So they just took all of their expertise in making RPGs and then collabed with Nintendo who could build these like awesome colorful worlds and fun characters and stuff. Um, but the thing I loved most about this game was the, the comedy and the, the dialogue. Um, it's just, it's just funny. Like it, even when I play it as an adult, when I, I'm playing the game, it just makes me laugh. Like when some of the characters say this goofy stuff and, yeah. uh, yeah, it's just got so much charm. <laughs> it's just impossibly uh, bursting with charm. It's cool because it, it's a Mario game, but it doesn't like look like other Mario games. Mm. You know, it, it's like it's just quite unique. Yeah, it's it's got a very unusual style, but I think that, you know that that just comes from being handled by a different developer, right? So. As always, you know, Nintendo would have the sign off over like, you know, what is included, what isn't included. But if you think about something like um like Mario Rabbids, like yeah, I feel yeah, like, yeah. I feel like this game is the like something like Mario and Rabbids, like that was the first time a collaboration like that had happened since this. If you know what I mean. Oh yeah. Which is yeah, like, like weird ass, like, you know, a company just takes Mario and does something weird with it. Like yeah. there's been collaborations, but not to this degree so that's why like i really enjoy rabbits i don't like the, those characters that are really gross but like what <laughs> yeah. they, they still managed to pull it off i think <laughs> and it yeah, kind of reminded yeah. me of this and like a game i played a, a lot more than this was, was paper mario uh, mm-hmm. on the n64 yeah yeah um so like although the snes was my first console i think the n64 was the thing that i i was really into yeah, as same. a kid yeah yeah so so for me like a lot of these snes games are kind of like the the backstory of like what was to come mm. you know so for me this is one of those that i really like this game because i have such fond memories of playing uh, paper mario yeah so, yeah that's yeah. cool one, yeah so i mean but, uh, again this is like a, a a really good game for any rpg fan so i highly recommend it um but i think the, the one of the reasons i played this so much actually when i was a kid was that um i had the, like i say my brother had the snares and i did play it but when I, when I got my first PC, my home PC, that was like the, the era of the very first emulators. And like SNES uh, 9X was like the hot emulator, right? 
and like you yeah, had to yeah. you had to have like a pin pass PC to be able to play like SNES games. <laughs> you know, like oh yeah, you you needed like a eight hundred megahertz Intel Dual Celeron, whatever the fuck it was called. You know, like you had to have like two hundred fifty six megabytes of RAM. You know, and uh, yeah, I never owned this on a cartridge, but I played it on an emulator, and I was just absolutely addicted to it. So yeah, that's uh, an absolute must play in my opinion for anyone anyone listening. <laughs> nice. So I, I guess that brings me to my last game. Of, that's uh, it, man. That's so, the episode. So uh, I'm sure a lot of you guys know this one. This is uh, Donkey Kong Country. Yeah. And uh, this this might be the game I've played the most on the Super Nintendo. Oh, okay. Um, and and the reason, well, for one, it was one of the three games I had, you know, growing up uh, mm. in Germany. So uh, yeah. It has like this co-op mode, mm. uh, which I really liked. Like, like I think some other platformers had the competitive multiplayer on, you mm. know, where you're like trading off to see who can get further. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and this game has it as well. But what I really liked was the the co-op where, like, uh, like one player is Donkey, another one's Diddy, and of course you you don't play at the same time, you know. <laughs> but uh, mm. like like if if i died like my little brother or my mom could hold the other controller and like just take over mm-hmm. and we we were like working together to get to the end of the game you know yeah so, yeah yeah so for me it's like really it's really fun to like go like get together with a friend and just try to beat this game and like see how far you can get together mm-hmm. cuz you're like both on that journey and you share lives you know mm-hmm. um i'm sure other games had done that before this but like for me, this was just the game that, like, I had the most fond uh, multiplayer memories of, mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, it gets pretty hard too. Like, it it's it has a really nice uh, ramp of difficulty, where like the first uh, world and a half are like really easy. I think pretty much anyone could could make it through, but yeah. then like once you get into worlds like three and four, they it just starts. You know, you start losing those lives you've been saving up. All those balloons, then, man. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, all those balloons. And then by the time you get towards the end of the game, it's like a struggle. Yeah. Know? Like so you're running out of balloons and like, you know. My uh, favorite part of this game, kind of like um, Yoshi's Island, um, was this part where you turn into the animals. So you got Rambi and um, what was the, oh, uh, yeah. the, sword, the swordfish called? I forgot all the names. There was, there was the ostrich. There was the swordfish. Yeah, yeah. There was, I remember Rambi, the rhinoceros. Um, just so much fun, man. Just like smashing through levels and collecting all the little the golden tokens and stuff yeah yeah and yeah so you like the power-ups huh that's, that's yeah 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 i just like There's animals like the, as well i mean the, i like being turned into animals that's always fun yeah. the, sp- <laughs> the spider with like the socks mm. <laughs> you know like, oh the spider that's the other one yeah yeah there's four isn't yeah. there yeah. yeah uh you know a lot of people say like oh donkey kong country 2 is like the best um but for me, this is just the one that, that I always loved. Like it's got such uh, okay. a bright, like bright, fun, you know, colorful style to it. Yeah. And it's yeah. just really accessible. And uh yeah, I, I play this one a lot, so uh, Yeah, I can't yeah. I can't blame you, but uh two is actually my favorite. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but mainly because of the music's incredible. Like it's good on uh, this game, don't get me wrong, but two just nails it. I um, I actually never never had two. I, I just had one. So oh, I really? think that's why that's why I, I yeah. like one because when I play two I feel like oh this just isn't the one that I I remember. Sure, sure. <laughs> you yeah, know yeah. what I mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
But the the last thing I wanted to mention is like the graphics, you know. So good, so good. It, yeah, it's got like they rendered them, you know, they like pre-rendered mm -hmm. all these guys and then they put them into pixel, you know, sprites. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's just a really cool look and, um, you know, you don't really see that anymore. Um, yeah, it's kind of an old, uh, 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 what, did you, what would you say, kind of like a lost, a lost yeah, technology or lost art? Yeah. There, there is a new game called, uh, I think it's called Proteus. It's like a Doom uh, oh, it's yeah, like yeah, a modern yeah, yeah. modern version of Doom, and like they've got sprites that are like based on three D models that like have kind of like funny uh, animations. Oh, so yeah. uh, that's I've kind of it. a modern take on it. But uh, oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, but any anyway, I guess that does it for my uh, for my five. Yeah, nice man. Okay, well, uh, I'm just gonna dive in real quick here with uh, my last pick, which is Sim City. So I think so far this is the only game. That has not been Japanese developed. <laughs> well, actually, Donkey Kong is maybe rare who are English or British oh, yeah, that, uh, studio. That's right. But it was owned by Nintendo. Uh, but EA originally, I don't remember who published it. I mean, it's owned by EA now. But this game, you know, like, I don't know if you've gathered by now, but, you know, like, I like games that, like, when you be creative, you can build stuff. Um, you can kind of just, like, go and do your own thing. And, yeah, that was the, the charm of this game. It's very, like, limited in, like, the view. So you'll see, like, when you're just like looking at the overworld, you know, just like any kind of city builder game, you know, you just slide the screen around and, you know, you just put the buildings down. And the the, the options in this game are quite limited. But I don't know, there's just something like so, so addictive about it, you know, trying to fill like the whole map with the city, getting all the roads and the, the railways and stuff. And yeah, did, did, did you ever play this one? Yeah, yeah, I played this one a little bit. Um... I think I played this on an emulator, actually. Hmm. Uh, I so I, I didn't have it on the SNES, um, but I think I had a different SimCity on like a PC. A um, two thousand maybe. I, yeah, I, I think it was two thousand. So, uh, so this wasn't the one that I that I had a lot of experience with. Mm. But um, but I like the uh, I like the graphics on this one. Mm. You know, they're they're so cool. Like uh, you can see like the little uh, trains and things going around. Yeah, uh, just like actually, what, one little thing you might notice there is like the the seasons just changed, right? So it was winter, and then all the trees change, and it becomes like summer or spring, sorry, um, which has never actually appeared in any of the SimCity games. Oh, so really? It's just a really oh, minor that's... detail, but something that like a lot of people miss and they want to see, you know, like come back to yeah. the series. <laughs> yeah, that seems like an essential effect, you know, just see that the years go by as the city grows. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Oh. So they just changed the summer there. Um, but yeah, it's a bit hard to say too much about this game because it, it, it is in itself a very simple game. You can see on the left here, there's only like, uh, what, like 16, 15 types of like um, thing that you can put down. So in terms of city builders and how complicated they are nowadays, this is very, very simple. But just for me, it just kind of started my addiction with that series. And and I still play games like, you know, um, City Skylines to, to this day. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and I started playing recently. Uh, I got Tropico on the iPad. Oh, um, okay. And again, Is it's, that pretty know, good? It's fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's a little bit different because you play as this, like, dictator, you know, and it's, like, tropical, like, you know, um, <laughs> yeah. kind of, you know, Fidel Castro kind of character. Um, but, but, you know, the, the mechanics are just city builder, you know, you have to build a society, put the buildings down, roads, work on the taxis and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, I owe that passion to, to this game. Cool. Yeah. This, this is a fun one. 
and it's got uh cool music too right it's got oh, like the, the music loop. the music's immense yeah uh, but i would say that the music gets if you play the very first one uh not the first one, i think on the pc i think it's sims 4 that's got this really cool like late night like new york jazz kind of like music and it's just it's just cool like you really gotta check it out um but the, the, on the snares, obviously, a bit more midi. And it was a bit more like just general music. It didn't really have a style. It was just a bit like background music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It loops like a thousand times. <laughs> that's it. All right. So um, that's our top five picks, Ryan. Um, we've got one more honorable mention. So what I want you to do, what your challenge is, uh, I'm going to give you 30 seconds to tell me what your game is and tell me about it. All right. So my game is Super Chase HQ. Okay. Uh and uh i don't know this is just a game i had I, I guess someone got it for me at some point when i was a kid and i just remember uh what i love about this game is uh like you ram your car into other cars and, and that's like the only way to win the game so basically <laughs> like you, you're in the sports car and then all these other people are like shooting guns at you and then you just have to ram <laughs> like ram them <laughs> off the road and it's super fun it's yes. got this like rock music and uh like when they shoot guns at you it like makes little bullet holes in the window yeah yeah uh, it's a very very short game i think you can beat it in like 30 minutes but uh it's just great graphics and like really fun nice, uh, nice. so yeah yeah that's my uh honorable mention there cool yeah it reminds me a bit of road rash do you ever play that game on the yeah, motorbikes, yeah. but you have like a chain and you're like whipping people with a chain. <laughs> so yeah. So, so brutal. That's cool, man. Nice pick. I've, I've never heard anyone talking about this game, so I, I don't know if it's that well known, but I, I just remember it pretty fondly. So, All right. So my honorable mention is Super Smash TV. Um, I don't know if you've heard of this game before, but the concept was that you are in this like kind of um, death-like brawl kind of like tv show so it says yeah the, the year is 1999 you know so far in the future <laughs> <laughs> tv is adapted to the more violent nature of man the most popular form of television remains the game show one show is particular dominate the ratings that show is smash tv the most violent game show of all time so basically you go into this arena and like these kind of like weird like mutant like zombies start coming out and you're like, you just run around and like uh so you see the guy with the blue helmet here oh, yeah. he's just like spraying bullets everywhere and uh it's just fucking chaos, man. Uh, oh, it's yeah. two player as well. So you can have another person there with a red helmet. And it's just yeah. awesome. And then I'll just skip to the end here. Um, when you win the level, you know, you get all the coins. It's like, this is how much gold you collected. And it's just like, it's like wacky, like hyper, like American, like <laughs> game show, like <laughs> <laughs> almost like, uh, like gladiators, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. If you remember that TV show, it's just, it's yeah. just badass. And it's so fun. Like couch cop, like absolutely essential game <laughs> yeah it's kind of arcade style right like with the mm. stick uh that's great man yeah I, i've played that one a little bit uh that's cool yeah but i think uh, it, next time we hang out man we should we should crack on some of that because it's so fun <laughs> oh for sure yeah that would be great cool all right well um that brings us to the end i guess of our um snares super nintendo entertainment system super famicom a 30th year celebration our uh, little mini uh japan games cast episode here so um i've actually had a, a lot of fun and i think this actually lasts a lot longer than we were expecting right <laughs> yeah we, we were worrying like is this going to be like 15 20 minutes <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah think, here uh, we are it's for an hour talking about the snares right? <laughs> that's it i think when you, when you get on that, that nostalgia train man you just uh 
You just can't stop, right? I think we could have just yeah. kept talking. If, if I didn't stop you and you didn't stop me, we just got to kept talking for ages. So, um, yeah. So anyone listening that's made it to the end of this episode, thank you for, for checking it out. I'm sure it's probably a little bit longer than the usual episodes. Uh, as always, you can find me over on Twitter at Kantan underscore Japan. Uh, thanks, Ryan, for joining me again. Yeah, thanks for having me. And as always, guys, be sure to check back next week for the next episode of the Japan Games Cast. Bye.